Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Scott Pauley. I'm so happy that you are joining our broadcast today. Several years ago, when we first began the Enjoying the Journey broadcast, we started with my favorite book of the Bible. I've adopted it really as my life's study on the book of Philippians. And the theme, of course, of that great book is the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, truly, it is the, the Bible treatise on what it means to enjoy the journey. Now we're thrilled to share this anniversary series with you again in the hopes that God will use it in your life to help you learn to enjoy the Lord Jesus Christ at whatever stage you happen to be on on life's journey. I trust that these studies from the Word of God today will refresh your spirit and renew your strength for the days ahead. God bless you as you listen. Someone once said that to find out what's truly important to a person, you have to look at two things. You have to look at their calendar and at their checkbook. In other words, what they do with their time and what they do with their treasure reveals what's most important to them. Well, I want to add something to that list today. Not only your calendar and your checkbook, but look at your conversation. I would say it's not just your time and your treasure that reveals your heart. Your tongue reveals your heart. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now that's true, and we sat down in a prison cell and said to the Apostle Paul, Talk about anything you want to talk about. Tell us anything you want to tell us. You'd imagine that he would go into some long diatribe about his missionary journeys. Or perhaps he would, he would negatively begin talking about his accusers and the jailer that's keeping him, the soldier that's fastened to him. Oh, but no, my friend. When the Apostle Paul opens his mouth, he wants to talk about one thing. He wants to talk about Jesus Christ. We've come in our study to Philippians chapter 1, verse 20, where the Bible says, So now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. And we learned in this verse that the Lord is the only one being magnified. Not Paul shall be magnified. Christ shall be magnified. I bring you now to a second truth from this verse. Not only do we see the Lord as the only one being magnified, but we also see the longing for Christ to be magnified. Notice there's an urgency, there's an intensity in this verse. These are heart words. The Bible says at the beginning of verse 20, according to my earnest expectation and my hope. Notice this, it doesn't begin with externals, it begins in the heart. I repeat again, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. If you want to know what's truly important to a person, listen to them talk. Isn't it fascinating that we can debate politics, we can discuss our favorite athletic team and their record, and we can talk about almost anything under the sun, and yet how frequently does Christ come into your conversation? How often is the one subject, the truly great subject, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me ask it another way. What's your greatest desire today? Paul said his earnest expectation and his hope. If I ask you, what is the one thing you want more than anything else today? What's the one thing you're hoping for above all else? What would you say? The Apostle Paul said, I'm expecting and hoping for one thing, that Christ shall be magnified. Do you remember the Lord Jesus once said, And I, if I be lifted up, will draw all men unto me? I think that's part of the reason we're still reading the book of Philippians today. You see, we're reading the inspired words of a man who had one 
purpose, one passion, and that was to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything else is temporary. Everything else is secondary. The one thing that most matters and the only thing that lasts is the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, if you look through the book of Philippians, it's interesting that Paul keeps bringing the conversation back to Christ. Most people would sit in prison and they would magnify their conflicts and their critics. Now, Paul addresses them in Philippians chapter 1, verse 12. He says, But I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happen unto me have fallen out rather under the furtherance of the gospel. He says in verse 15, Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then? Notwithstanding, every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. Now, can I challenge you today, instead of magnifying your conflicts and your critics, would you find Christ in that? Would you see the Lord in the midst of that? Would you pray, Lord Jesus Christ, be magnified in that today? And most people would magnify their own needs and their own name. If you come to Philippians chapter 2, we'll come to that shortly in our study. The Apostle Paul says there's really only one name that's a worthy name. It's the name of Jesus Christ, the name that someday every knee shall bow to and every tongue confess that He is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Paul's not concerned about magnifying His name, getting His name out there, promoting His ministry. He's concerned with magnifying Jesus. Most people would magnify their own accomplishments and their own ability, their resume. Well, Paul addresses that in Philippians chapter 3. He says, I count all that but dung, barnyard waste. I count it as nothing, less than nothing, because I want one thing. I want Christ to be magnified. And most people would magnify their physical or material needs, especially in prison. Uh, Paul addresses that in Philippians chapter 4. He says, God supplies all the need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He says, He's learned in every state to be content. Why? I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. What's he doing? In every conversation, with every subject, he's saying this, I want you to see Jesus. I want Christ to be lifted up. Friend, the great longing of our heart should be for Christ to be magnified at every season. That's why it says in verse 20, as always, so now also. Could I ask you, what about now? What about today? Not was He magnified a year ago in your life or at some season. Is He being magnified at this season? We must long not only for Christ to be magnified at every season, we must long for Christ to be magnified in every situation. That's why He says, He says, I'm praying Christ will be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Whatever the situation, I want Jesus to be lifted up. And then He says, I not only want Christ to be magnified at every season and every situation, but by my stand. Notice this, he says that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness. Now, could I give you a challenge today? It is this. Would you boldly lift up Jesus Christ in what you say and how you treat others and how you react in circumstances that are less than desirable, things you wouldn't choose for yourself? Would you respond with one passion, one purpose, one prayer? It is this, that Christ shall be magnified. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. We are grateful you've joined us for this study today. 
If you love the book of Philippians, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and download the audiobook of Philippians. Scott also has a full sermon series through Philippians that we believe will be an encouragement to you as well. And until next time, may the joy of Jesus help you enjoy the journey. Thank you.